The word resurrection needs uh, an explanation. Pope Benedict XVI said in one of his homilies that it is not easy to understand the resurrection. Um, after the transfiguration, Jesus told the disciples that he will, he was going to be risen, and the disciples discussed, you know, what what is that about? What what does it mean? So we hear about Christmas, about Bethlehem, and we can imagine it is a birth. There must be a mother, a baby. But what about the resurrection? It's not that easy to imagine it. So we need other words that can help us understand this mystery. And the first word today is freedom. Um, in today's readings, St. Peter, um, after Pentecost, tells the Jews that death could not hold Christ. Christ is free because he has freed himself from this obstacle against freedom, which is death. When we die, all capacity for action ceases. We are not free. So today, as we are confined, um, we long for the freedom we have lost. And we wish we could move around freely from one place to another one without anyone telling us what to do. Only essential businesses, right? Is this true freedom when we can just go around? Are we thus truly free? Um, we can recognize that many times we leave our house, we run from one place to another one, and we always feel lack of time, lack of orientation. So this is what St. Augustine called the freedom of the fugitive. It's a freedom that is full of spaces, yes, but it's like a fugitive. You can go wherever you want, but always running because someone is after you, and you cannot stop. You cannot enjoy a place because you need to keep running to another activity, to another sport, to another meeting, to another place. Christ, the reason one, gives us and teaches us another type of freedom that is deeper. It's true freedom. It's the freedom of those who are connected to each other. Those who are able to generate and build relationships. The reason one is free because even if he does not need to eat, he's able to sit and eat with his disciples. And by eating with them, he creates a new unity with his brothers, with his disciples. Jesus is free, not because he distances himself from everyone, he's different, but because he can make himself present in the midst of everyone. So we are free, not when we are isolated, far from everybody, but when we are able to be in the midst, uh, like Jesus who walked with those two disciples who are going to Emmaus and then draw them back to Jerusalem, to the communion with the other disciples. An image that can help us today during Easter is Christ the gardener. Um, that's the freedom Christ brings, that of the gardener. Christ was risen in a garden, that's not accidental. That means that he is the new Adam. Adam was created and placed in a garden, the paradise. He was called to cultivate it. And Adam lost the freedom to live in a fertile land. When he sinned, he was out of the paradise, out of paradise, and we could think he won in freedom. Now he has a larger space, right? But it's a desert. So um, he's not winning, you know, he's not earning more freedom. Now he's not free 
because he no longer lives in a fertile soil. His seeds don't return to him full of fruit. So it's Christ, the new Adam, who brings us back to the church, to a fertile place. So we are free because we belong to the church and we can throw the seed and uh, be sure that it will receive abundant fruit. It will bear abundant fruit. So when we are still confined, uh, we can rejoice because we live in a fertile place, in a garden, which is better than paradise. That is the church, our family. So even if we are confined at home, we know that all the sufferings, the good actions we are sowing during these days of quarantine, all these struggles will bear fruit, which will uh, bless uh, our brothers and sisters, our family, and also this fruit will expand our borders. <laughs>